as as my mother. She's my mother from Pretoria. I've got mothers everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, Auntie Irene. We're gonna move on to the next speaker. We're gonna move on quickly to the next speaker. And that is Ms. Mrs. Lizira Khatla. Mrs. Lizira Khatla and I met in Pretoria as well at Hilltop Restoration Center, which um, falls under AFM. We are members of AFM and Pastor George Mashawa is our president. And she's gonna be sharing for us from day 28 of the devotional. Day 28 of the devotional, she's gonna read the scripture. I'm gonna read for you what I have written, what the Holy Spirit laid in my heart as I was writing this day 28. It's, it's about one of my favorite women, Hannah. Hannah together with Penina were both married to Elkanah. He was very wealthy as he was in a position to take the entire family to God's tabernacle at Shiloh. Hannah could not conceive a child, but Penina had children with their husband. This turned Hannah into a mockery. Penina mocked her for her inability to conceive. Her longing to have kids made her look like a drunken woman before Ellie. Her longing to have a child resonates with our modern days, where we long to have a shelter, a better job, and amongst others, have obedient kids. What makes me love Hannah more was the humble heart she had. In all her misery, she never uttered a word to Penina. Instead, she cried to the Lord because she knew that the Lord was close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Whenever you feel that life has dealt you a great blow, call on Jesus like blind Bartimaeus saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And indeed, he will grant you your heart's desires. Hannah was granted her heart's desire and God gave her more than she expected because he is the father of abundant provisions. I'm gonna hand over to you, Os Lizzie. You are welcome to share with us what the Lord has laid in your heart. And all these uh, messages that we're hearing today will be on my podcast, Anchored in Love podcast by Lisiho Masango. Um, please do follow my Facebook page, Lisiho Masango author, or Lisiho Mudibedi Masango, where you can see and, and, and have access to the links to this podcast. Thank you, and over to you, Oslizi. If you see me standing, Oslizi, just know that <laughs> Thank you, Auslisi. You're looking so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I've been touched today. I've been touched a lot. 
Unati Debohonari, you touched me a lot. You spoke about other people mockering you, and uh, you said other people will mock you to stop you from doing what you want to do. This is where we are today. We mock each other to bring them down. If we see that they are trying to do something good for their life, we look at the mistakes that they are doing to, to pull them down. And uh, you touched me. I've been there. I know my life have, where my life have, has been. Uh, I went through a uh, lot of difficulties in my life. You said when you have God in your in your heart, everything is possible. It's so true, Aus Unati, and thank you for 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 that. And uh, I will say, Amanda, you taught me something that. Uh, uh, we need to understand how we get our money, how to use our money and how to multiply our money. And what amazed me is what you said about having the relationship with money. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Uh, Pastor Irene, uh, from Isaiah 29 verse 13, you said these people worship me with their mouth and their hearts and their hearts are far away. Let's hear what Hannah says about everything that you have been talking about, uh, Sister Unati, Sister uh, Amanda, and uh, our pastor Irene. Okay, uh, my activity today is just to go through 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 10 to 11. Uh, read it for us, but let me repeat it. Let me read it again because it's my scripture for today. And she was, uh, verse 10 says, and she was, she was bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept so. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, but will give to your handmaid a man child. When I will give him to the Lord all days of his life and there shall no razor come on his head. Okay, thank you. That was our scripture, but I would like to to give our today's talk a theme, which will be crying unto the Lord. This will be our theme for today. A bitterness state of mind is a condition in which a woman finds herself in a severe depressing situation where she is emotionally tormented, where there is emotional hollow in an emotions of a woman, where there is cast and injuries of the heart. Uh, from what we learn from uh, Sister Debo Honare, yes, she was mocked and the people left scars on her, but she did not allow that to, 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 to describe her. She moved on. Instead, she used everything, all the mockeries to make steps for her so that she can go over all those steps up to the 
the, the last point. Today, she is being regarded. She is perceived as a, as a woman who made it for, for herself. She, she went to the point where that, whereby she wrote a, 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 a magazine, magazine known as, what's that? Basadi. Tubapi Lubasadi. Thank you, uh, Unati, for your braveness. <laughs> When you are in a situation like this, as a black woman in South Africa, in particular from the background of oppression, where the soul lived in bitterness, the very soul. Am I audible? Okay. Uh, when we are in this. Uh, as a black woman in South Africa, in particular from the background of oppression where the soul lived in bitterness, the very soul that makes a woman is in pain as a result of oppression. Some oppression comes from our men and uh, how women had to endure these hard living conditions. I have a few examples here. Women had to raise children alone. And the majority of us as women, we raise children alone. And we know all the difficulties that we encounter during uh, this uh, process of raising our children alone. We know when we, we look at uh, our today, today's context, our, our children are using substances today. And uh, as women, we are highly challenged by, by, by our lives. Uh, uh, we are highly challenged by, by, by seeing our children using uh, substances today. Our children are possessed. They are doing so many things that are out there. Whilst their fathers are out there living their lives, some of them, they might be out due to work issues. They might be out there uh, due to other issues that we don't even understand. Uh, we have our second example is where women had to face conditions of absent fathers who were uh, absent fathers who are invisible in their roles. They are there, our fathers are there, but they are not responsible enough to take care of their children and to, to, to play their major part of being fathers. And uh, women are left out there to raise children alone, whilst men are living their lives to the fullest out there. But our culture allows that to continue. I, it, it seems as if our culture is giving them license to live their lives the way, the way it is today. But should a woman do uh, something like that, leaving children behind, living her life out there, we are, we are given names, we are labeled, we are labeled, but men are given license to go out and do whatever they can do. And uh, our third example is that women had to enjoy bitterness of soul where fathers are there, but are responsible for creating the pain, causing bitterness of, of our souls. Many are beaten up, Amongst us, we have other ladies who are emotionally abused by their husband. Some are physically abused by their husband. Some of our bitterness of soul are caused by emotional abuse. From who? From 
our husbands. But today as women, as Mbokodos, we say forward, we move. That is not going to destroy our life. We move forward, we go regardless of what. Another example is that of bitterness of soul is where women cannot bear children. Oh, that one is so painful, very painful. In many situations, people forget that marriage is between two people. Marriage is between a woman and a man. Children are just a gift from God. Many women's souls are in a state of bitterness because the gifts of God do not come at, 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 a, at a time that you want it to, to come. It takes time and it's so painful for women out there who, who, who are labeled as being barren. But remember, that is not their choice. It's God's choice. Children are gifts from God. What do you do when your soul is bitter as a woman? It depends on who is in control of your mind when you are in the bitterness state of mind. We can do as Hannah did. Hannah cried unto the Lord. Purpose of weeping, what it does to God. The moment you cry, you are calling upon God to look unto you. You are calling heavens to come down. You are calling God's hand to be upon you. It is an issue of faith, is an issue of being helpless, but direct, but you are directing your hope is an issue of trust that you direct upon God. When you cry upon God, when your soul is in bitterness, what do you do? Usually when you are, uh, you are a woman, you don't have children, or your kids are using substances, what are you doing? You cry to your friends, you go to your families and you cry unto them. You go to other people that you may trust and try to, 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 to get a shoulder to lean on. But by that time, where does your faith lie? Do you cry to people who also has to cry back to the Lord? But remember, we have a direct contact with God. We are allowed to talk to God directly, to cry unto our almighty God. Today, when we look back, many people have destroyed, many women have destroyed their lives. Some have committed suicide. Some have destroyed their marriages. Some are in jail. Some are homeless out there. What might be the reason for that? Some might not have known that if they can cry to God, to the Lord, when their souls are in bitterness, that's where they will get help. The scripture gives us the level of cry. When we look at Hannah, 
if we look at, uh, is it verse 11? Hannah vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, but will give to your handmaid a man child, then I will give him to the Lord all days of his life and there shall no razor come on his head. The scripture gives, gives us the level of cry. We have a cry of sound and the one from the deep. Hannah was not just crying. If we look at our scripture, Hannah was not just crying. The scripture of Hannah, the scripture shows us Hannah's significant cry. She is drawing God into a deal. If we look at that scripture, Hannah, was throwing God into a deal. She means a business. If you draw a deal with God, you lift your, it shows that you are into another level, another level. You are at the point of no return. It shows that we should not only cry, we should take our prayer to the next level where we will draw a, a deal with God. Now it's, it, it, it is changing to, to, to a business transaction if we look, it, look at it in that way, in, in, a, in a business way. We are now changing that into a business transaction. Some of us, we are living in an emotional abuse of our husband. My sisters, I would like us to draw a deal with the Lord. Let us cry to the Lord to change our husbands. Let us sign the deal with God that if you can change my husband, I will dedicate my life to you. Do you know what? After dedicating your life unto you, uh, Sister Unati said to us, when you have God in you, everything is possible. When you have drawn a deal with the Lord, everything will be possible. God will change our husbands and we will dedicate our lives unto our God. When you draw a deal with God, God enters the deal with you. Remember, God is faithful. God is God of hearts. He can see that your deal is faithful and he will enter into a deal with you. It is not like the business that we see today. The business deals that we see today. Did, uh, are you watching Wangkolota, whereby people sit in and uh, they come up with the deal and they borrow each other money, but at the end, they change. They don't do what they have agreed upon. It is not a business deal like that one. The ones that we see today, where we see people living the opposite of, of, of what the deals entails or opposite of what the agreement is all about. In our scripture, God fulfilled the deal and Hannah got the child. Hannah made a vow in a deal. 
be made with God. When you make a vow in a deal, you are making a commitment. You, God will take you into account. You'll have to account for that business deal. Hannah was committed into making a deal with God. She's putting her commitment into a lock and a key. She is making an assurance that I assure you, my Lord, if you can, if you get with me into this deal, I'll dedicate my life unto you. What is a vow? A vow is, 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 is when you formalize a promise, is a way of putting yourself in a cross of your promise and God will make you to account for it. So Hannah made a vow with God by saying that if you give me this child, a man child, I will dedicate my life unto you and I will give this man child unto you, my God. So uh, ladies, today is a, woman, is a woman's day. I would like to say unto you, cry unto our almighty God. Let our, our streams flow unto our, our almighty God. By so doing, God will give us whatever that we want, as long as we stay committed to the word of the Lord. God will take care of us. With those few words, Auslisiwa, I would like to say thank you for granting me this opportunity to share the word of God with you. Thank you. Thank you, Sis Lizzie. Oh, thanks very much, Oz Lizzie. I didn't even have to stand up. <laughs> You were so on time, ladies. We are being taught this afternoon that we need, like Hannah, cry to the Lord in our barrenness, in our joblessness, in whichever situation that we find ourselves in. Let us cry to God. Let us have a direct you know, communication with him because our help comes from him. We need to draw at all times, you know, uh, have sign a deal with the, with the Lord, you know, come into um, a petition type of an agreement with him and say, Lord, here am I, I am giving my all unto you and here's my needs. But we also need to ensure that we do not seek his gift, but we seek his presence more than his gift. Amen but let's keep mm -hmm. crying unto the Lord. Thank you very much, Oslizi. I, I am so, so humbled and honored by <clears throat> all the messages, the word of God that we're hearing today and what God is doing through you, um, my pastors, my mothers, my sisters. I am so honored and blessed. And I believe even um, all our guests today are so, 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 filled and fueled and revived. We're gonna 